Hello everyone and welcome back to Make Better Wedding Films, the home of new ideas for radical films about people in love. My name is Ben, I will be your host. Before we get into the show, we've got a couple of announcements from our sponsors. The first of which is Musicbed, the home on the internet for the best music for your weddings, hands down. Musicbed has an incredible array of tools to help you find the perfect song, to help you hone in on the right genre and the right style and the right feel that aligns with your perfect ideal client. And we'll be going over all of that in today's episode. And uh, yeah, if you guys are interested in checking out Musicbed, if you haven't already, you can sign up with the promo code MBWF to get your first month free and let them know that we sent you, which helps out the show. Our second sponsor is Studio Ninja. Studio Ninja is an incredible client management software that helps you automate a huge amount of admin in your business and frees up way more time for you to focus on all the awesome creative parts of running a wedding film business that you want to. Uh, Studio Ninja lets you set up custom workflows that send out automated emails, automated uh, invoice reminders, all sorts of things that helps you speed up and remove pressure from your workload as a wedding filmmaker. Uh, You can sign up with the promo code MBWF50 to get 50% off your first year with Studio Ninja. Complete bargain, game changer, no brainer. Uh, Check out the link below if you want to have a look at that. Uh, That's it for the announcements, on to the episode. Who is your ideal client? When I ask that of wedding filmmakers, the answer I often get back is people in love. And I think herein lies an underlying issue that is holding a lot of filmmakers back from growing a business that they love, which is lack of clarity. On today's show, I'm sitting down with Jared Sullivan from Wayward North to talk through the importance of finding clarity in your brand and your filmmaking style and why this is a crucial component to creating a sustainable business. My name is Ben and this make better wedding films yeah so my name's jared and i have been filming weddings for 11 years this year is the my 11th year going into the wedding filmmaking seasons and yeah i got started i feel like my story is very cliche in how i got started into the wedding industry as like most it's like it's no one ever plans to be a wedding videographer right you don't really you're not in elementary school and the teacher asks what you want to be when you grow up you're like oh i want to film weddings for a living that doesn't really happen but uh yeah so i was really interested in filmmaking and storytelling as a kid um i remember just you know, we made home videos growing up, and that was always really fun to me. And going into high school, you know, my dad bought us my first like point and shoot camera, and me and my friends would just take that thing and we'd go film around each other's houses and just out in the world. And we just thought we were the next Jackass crew, and you know, the, the next Adam Sandler and company. And it was just, it was a lot of fun. We had some really good times doing that. And that's kind of where I stumbled into just the realm of storytelling and filmmaking and wanting to learn more about the art form. And so after high school, I, you know, went the traditional, you know, route of college and also waiting tables. So I was um, waiting tables at Outback Steakhouse and um, did that for about five years and met a lot of people there and 
really it was through a friend that I was working with at the restaurant where I actually filmed my first wedding. He knew that I did all of, you know, these funny videos or what I thought was funny at least. And uh, he was like, hey man, so I'm getting married. I'd love for you to, he actually wanted me to photograph the wedding. And I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I mean, I've never photographed anything before in my life. So it's crazy that you're trusting me to do this, but sure, I'll, you know, obviously I'll do it for free. And um, yeah, I photographed his wedding and I also did like a little bit of video too. So I recorded a few clips on, I think at the time I had like the T2i. I think that was the camera I the used classic. back then. The, the classic. The classic T2i. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, from there I went home and I just like put everything together. Like all the photos, I edited everything. I put it into a timeline. I was using Final Cut Pro and I just made this wedding film slideshow posted it on Facebook and literally within 24 hours, a girl I went to elementary school reached out to me like, Hey, I didn't know you filmed weddings. I'm actually getting married. How much do you charge? And then it was just like, all right, well, I guess this is uh, what I'm yeah. doing now. I guess I'm a wedding <laughs> This is my filmmaker. life now. Yeah. This, this yeah. is it. Yeah. And uh, so that's kind of, yeah, that's how I stumbled into it. And from there, it just kind of snowballed into what it is today. I mean, there's obviously a lot of ebbs and flows through that and, in the first four years, I, I still didn't even know that I was going to do this, you know, honestly for a living. It was mostly just like anybody that reached out and wanted me to film their wedding. I was like, yeah, sure. Cause I was a college kid. I was just doing it to make a little bit of uh, money on the side while I worked as well. And so, yeah, it just kind of turned into a full on business. Once I realized that, wow, I can actually make a living doing this and I don't have to go the conventional nine to five, sit in a desk job and just waste away. I can actually be creative mm. and uh, tell stories for a living. Yeah, yeah. It's the th for 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 those of us that got into the game back then. We did have that grace period to, because it was just it was so new. There was just like nobody doing it. it right. You could just spend five years like <clears throat> having people like just getting thrown at you, going, "Fill my wedding, fill my wedding." You're like okay i guess right. this is my life i guess this is my life now um but <clears throat> we had the kind of grace period to slowly come to terms and and realize that like hey this is actually potentially a great you know career path and and we can and we can build a business and we just we we, we had that time to just like slowly figure that out um and you know now we're in this position that like like both of us 11 years in the game and, and starting to learn about like running our business and like understanding our couples more and like really diving into like what it is that we do um, and how to do it better. And it's, it's kind of cool. And so how did you, I kind of want to transition now into like how you got into the education side of things. Cause that's sort of how I found you. You like popped up on my YouTube feed, feed one day. I was like, who's this guy? Yeah. Who's this, this this wedding film educator? Um, because it's a small little pond, and and um, I thought like it's great like seeing someone um, uh, j jumping in and doing something new. So yeah, so what made you kind of like dive into YouTube and education? Um, you also got your podcast now. How did that sort of whole thing start for you? Yeah, I mean, whenever I got going in the business side of things, I mean, I went full time in 2016. That's where I decided I was going to quit the corporate job. I was going to 
just risk it all and dive headfirst into this full-time world of wedding filmmaking. And I feel like it was just like such a risky decision. It was just so kind of nerve wracking that I was like, I don't, I'm leaving a stable job for this. What the heck? That's just like so crazy. Like people just are laughing me out the door. And so mm. it was really just through that exploration and just that experience where I felt that, you know, I would love to just offer insight and my perspective to someone else who maybe is in that same position where they're a bit just hesitant on making that leap and diving headfirst into full time and someone who's really wanting to do this, but just doesn't have the confidence and feels that it's just impossible for them. And so that's kind of where YouTube came into the picture. And I thought, well, you know, I I've always, you know, loved YouTube. I've always loved just making videos and helping people in some way. And I thought that I could really, I thought that I could really just help someone who was just in such a bad spot with their career path or just just feeling uncertain about the next steps and so yeah i uh i really loved the idea of not really being a youtuber like i, I didn't consider my I still don't really consider myself a youtuber um yeah. i just consider myself someone who's got the heart for teaching for education mm. and for offering just my own perspective and experience. And in a way, like when I first started YouTube, it was one of those things where I, I told myself, look, if I'm just helping one person, then that's, that's enough for me. Like, I don't, I don't need the accolades. I don't need, you know, the fame. That's not really why I'm doing it while all that stuff is, you know, it gives you an ego boost and it's, it's cool, but it's not really the end all for me. It's, it's mostly just, I want a place that just feels very comforting. That's just simple. I think in a way it's like when I got started into wedding filmmaking, I was so overwhelmed and I know a lot of people feel that way too. And I wanted a place where it's like, Hey, you can go here to get all the information you want about wedding filmmaking in a easily digestible, simplified manner. And that was kind of like the the hub that I wanted to create and and still aim to create with with the education mm -hmm. side and and through that through the years of doing YouTube that's just kind of like merged into also doing a podcast and just offering more long form uh, you know confidence boosting roadside assistance mm -hmm. for people going into like their first year of wedding filmmaking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I love that. And because it's like, it's kind of offering the chance to skip through what we were talking about before that like, four to five years of like, right. just fucking around figuring out what on <laughs> earth this this business and this life is, right? Yeah. Um, you know, like we were, we got in young. So we had the the kind of like grace period to like figure this out. But if, if someone's like, struggling in a corporate job, like mid thirties got kids they don't have really have the grace period to just like take a decade to figure this out. So yeah, like it's, it's, it's great. I mean, that's why I do I mean, like there's lots of reasons why I've gotten into education. That's, that's one of the, one of the reasons why I've stuck at it. It's because it's like, it's valuable man for to have, to give people an option to, 
just yeah <laughs> speed up the <laughs> clock and skip forward to like just get into get on yeah. getting on um and so through your through your educational stuff is there anything that you feel like wedding filmmakers really s- struggle to to i don't know latch on to because like when i came to you with the idea of the, the the this episode around um the idea of like a unique like de- developing a unique filmmaking style and um getting more on top of like who your ideal client is i feel like that's an area that keeps kind of popping up like hmm. people can can like um understand you know like gear and getting up to speed with like what gear they need and how to shoot things and how to light things and and how to edit and all this kind of stuff but there's kind of bigger uh business branding clarity stuff that i feel keeps kind of like swirling around and people struggle to kind of get clarity on and so has there been an area through your stuff and your videos that you feel like is something you kind of keep trying to going back to to kind of make land for pe- people yeah, I mean, especially with the podcast, it's it's one of those things where we're constantly talking about just, I mean, that that word you said is clarity. I mean, getting clarity around yeah. your business and the kind of couples that you want to serve and uh, the feelings that you want to impart on people. And, you know, it's the gear and the technical side, like, that's become so much easier to get really good at really fast. Um, you know, especially with just the way that social media has grown, the way that YouTube has grown and, um, all the different cameras that make it super easy to pick one up if you haven't even used one before and just start shooting something really beautiful. And so that's kind of half the battle, but really the biggest Mm. battle in my opinion is finding clarity around the style, right? Finding Mm. your own unique voice in this industry because, Mm. you know, 10 years ago we were like, Hey, no one's really doing this. We can take our time. We're, yeah. you know, there's no pressure. But now mm. there's so much pressure because there's so many people doing this and so many people who are doing it really well and who are breaking the mold and doing things in a way that's just that's so different, so unique and and for the first time filmmaker who's looking to emulate that and do the same things, mm. it can be really it can be really disheartening and overwhelming and it's just that fear that that mindset of comparison and that thief of joy you're like mm. i well i can't I can't do that they've already taken that or i can't do this or i don't know how to form my own thing and so it's just this yeah. it's just constant battle and i think if we can provide clarity around hey we don't have to be so in our heads about this we don't have to overthink this. You know, we can, everyone has a unique perspective and, you know, we all want to feel like we do have like a golden brush in this industry. We all want that. Yeah. Oh, I was the first to do this. We all want that. But in a way yeah. it's like, we, you can't, right? It's just, yeah. that, that's that's not really the reason that you should be mm. in this industry in my opinion. And in my opinion, this yeah. industry is about service. It's serving other people. And I always say this in, you know, the YouTube channel and my podcast, it's, you know, you are serving your couple first, you're serving yourself second, and then everyone else last. Mm. 
And if you have those things out of order, then your, your whole mindset just becomes kind of skewed and warped and there's no clarity. You, there's really, you're missing the, the heartbeat that's really mm. at the forefront of this industry, in my opinion. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like that. I like that um, distinction. And I think it's, it's an interesting one because I think when it comes to brand and your product, I think that's true. But then I think when it comes to like your business, the, the, those first two kind of need to be flipped. Like your business yeah. has to serve you first and then obviously serve your couple. But then when it comes to your brand, you have to then flip that to then because a lot like a lot the mistake a lot of people make when they then start to think about their brand and they're like about me page and stuff it's all it's all me 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 i i i i i whereas when you start to sort of think about branding it's all couple 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 you 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 let's talk about you um basically and where was i going with this i had a tangent and I lost it. I left it on the side of the road. Um, no, but uh, yes, that's what I was going to say. You're you were right in the sense that, like, back in the twenty thirteens, right. <laughs> um, we could be generically a wedding videographer. We didn't have to get clarity, right? Now we do, and if you think about all the wedding filmmakers you look up to. They have a really clear idea on who they are, who their style is, who their couple is. And it's easy to look at these things, like this broad range of filmmakers that go, oh, I want to do this, and I want to do this, and I want to have this editing style, and I want to um, buy a lot to make my films look like this, um, and pose my couples this way, and da 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 da, and then sort of think that that then translates to a great filmmaking style. Um, but it more often than not just ends up as a messy less great version of all of those things put together so it's you kind of need to get on board with the idea of letting go of certain things so that you can focus and 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 in the focus in in um deterring other things and focusing on a small subset of of couples of filmmaking styles of like um uh filmmaking techniques of editing techniques of music styles everything like if you just focus down and ignore uh, um the more you ignore and the and the less you kind of focus on um that brings the clarity and that brings the really clear vision um to couples of like yep this is someone i want to i want to work with um it's a counterintuitive thing because you think right. oh well i'm I'm ignore I'm going to I'm I'm uh deterring potential clients. I don't want to if I'm like struggling to get work, I don't want to turn away more people, right? I think right. that's where people get stuck. Um in wanting to get that clarity because I like I did a few Instagram stories uh yesterday just trying to like probe people on like who's your ideal client. And it yeah. kept coming back with like couples in love and right. couples who <laughs> like my work. And I was like, 
we got to do better team we got <laughs> to get some clarity try again guys. Um, try again um so look i want to i want to throw it back to you now jared and and before we kind of go deeper on this let's kind of start with you and we and and you can throw it back to me and and drill me as well but um over the last 11 years what kind of clarity have you found for your wedding filmmaking business style and ideal c- couple yeah and, and that's really the biggest question too that takes the longest time i mean for me it took obviously 11 years mm. to get to a place where i actually feel comfortable and confident yeah. in my brand and mm. there were so many ebbs and flows i mean i was like a chameleon every year i felt like mm. i was trying to be someone else every single yep. year i was just oh, I love what Forestry Films is doing. I'm going to do exactly what they're doing. Yeah. Or, oh my God, White and Reverie? Okay, I'm going to infuse yeah. like fine art and all this cinematic yeah. imagery and like, oh, what the heck, Bottle Brush Films? Like, oh, now I'm going to have personality in my film. Okay, okay. <laughs> and then you become just so confused because you are trying to be something that you're not and really you just need to take yeah. those inspirations and take pieces, right? Take pieces of what you like transform them into in what is inevitably going to be your own style and your thing and for me i knew that i loved david renosa's work i loved that just the the artistry the storytelling the feelings that he imparted in his film and so i knew i wanted that adventurous spirit in my films as well so my ideal couple i want them to be adventurous Right, I want them to be outgoing. I want them to be introverted extroverts. Pretty much everything that I am not because one thing that, you know, the old adage that opposites attract, that is mm. so true and it, it caters into this industry as well. I feel like I love working with people who are different than me, who are complete opposites because I'm an introvert. So if I'm working with an introvert, how am I going to be able to pull that vulnerability that I know is going to be the most powerful story? It's going to be very hard for me. And I'm going to have to go even further outside my comfort zone because being a wedding filmmaker as an introvert, you're already out of your comfort zone. You're, you're way out in left field. Yeah. You know, if you are an introvert in this industry. And so Yeah, I mean, opposites really do attract, and that's one of the things I've really, you know, fallen in love with. It's like when I watch my wedding films or I'm editing a film and I'm just, I know that I'm just like, man, I love this couple. And the reason I love them is because they are not anything like me. (laughs) They are just complete opposites. They are just super adventurous they're vulnerable they're not afraid to be vulnerable they are just very trusting people they trust me completely as an artist and they're not they're not worried about what i create for them they know that oh well we know that you're going to take care of us because one i you know built that relationship up front that customer service and and that's another part to it but but yeah i would say for me and like what's just become my ideal couple it is really people who are just different than me Hmm. i think that's an important point your your couple doesn't have to be you like you don't have to be your client like and it like it's not a 
it's not a definite either way. Like you could be very, very similar. Like your client could be just a, a mirror image of you and you just lean into that and that can result in a really authentic brand experience, but it doesn't have to be that way. You don't have to be your client. And I think there is, like you're saying, some power in opposites attracting and being able to get something different out of like, I mean, I'm similar to you. Very introverted. If I had if I had a very introverted couple, I would s struggle. Um, right. But I think when we're describing our ideal clients, we want the descriptions to help us make decisions, mm. right? Like when you say you like an adventurous couple, that helps you make decisions on what your film style is and what your language is and what your brand looks like. Like if like my ideal couple isn't necessarily adventurous. And so I'm not right. going to put them up a mountain and, <laughs> and, and, and um, ask them to do all this <clears throat> adventurous stuff. Whereas if you know that your ideal client is adventurous, you know, you're going to, you're going to suggest and, and, and put forward different things than you would to a different client. So I think that's what we're kind of um, going for here really is trying to, find just a handful of descriptive words that help us bring uh so help us make decisions help us make yeah. creative decisions um because yeah when i you know put these questions out on instagram and couple and i like push further and, and I, I i literally see i did it a second story and i was like no no be as specific as you can and things come back like um, couples who f like spend a lot of money or like couples who <laughs> um, like fine dining restaurants. Right. And it's like close. And that like, okay, that in itself, okay, let's drill on that. You could get some clarity and make some decisions on that because you just take that one little thing and, go, and just drill down into it. Okay what are fine dining restaurants what are, what is the experience of a fine dining restaurant how can i how can i emulate that what what elements do they appreciate in that that they would appreciate in a wedding film version of that um you know whatever um yeah. so I mean, I think I know the answer to this and we kind of touched on it before, but like, why do you think it's so hard for people to um, find that clarity? And I guess I'm in, in that I'm also putting you and I and every other fil filmmaker in there too. Like I, it's taken me a long time and I, and, I, and I don't have all the answers and all the clarity for my ideal couple. Like I'm getting there yeah. and through doing this podcast and talking to a lot of wedding for filmmakers, I'm like slowly coming to terms with, with uh, what that is. But um, yeah, I guess acknowledging that it is hard. It's not an easy thing to be like, here's my clarity. <laughs> yeah. But why do you think it is so hard for couple for wedding filmmakers to just really drill down on who their ideal client is? Yeah. I mean, I think really there's just, one word that really comes to mind and that's just fear. I think it's mm. just fear of letting your true authentic self be revealed in your business and your brand. Because for me, when I first started, I didn't have any clue that I was supposed to 
be the the face, right? I thought that no, my business mm. is a whole separate entity. It's separate from myself. But when I've when I realized that no, I mean your brand is who you are. I mean it's literally a manifestation of your experiences and perspective, and it's your voice and 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 the feeling that you impart on people. And until you kind of can open the door and step through that and not be scared to just show who you are to the world. I think you'll always, you know, be kind of in that rut of working with couples that just don't really value who you are. And it's just not really couples that really inspire you. And you're, you'll just be in this constant state of burnout and, I mean, trust me, I've been there several times and mm. it wasn't until I, I found that clarity and I realized that as, as, as long as I put myself out there and I just show who I am and like the things I love and just who I am to my core, I'm going to attract people who are interested in that. And, you know, for me, it, it's it's one of those things too where I've I've learned that you show the kind of weddings that you want to shoot so if you don't want to do barn weddings anymore, do not put barn weddings on your Instagram page. <laughs> if you don't want to shoot Catholic weddings, if whatever you don't want to shoot, I mean, if you just want to do elopements or you want to do just a certain niche within the wedding industry, then those are the things that you want to show so that you can attract couples who are interested in, in doing those things. And, um, it's, and also, too, just infusing your personality more within your brand and not being scared to do that. I mean, you look at all of these companies that are finding great success in the industry, like bottle brush films and, um, you know, even the how to film weddings crew and, um, blink films, hello tomorrow. Mm. Um, just all of these people like Matt Johnson, mm. even Matt Johnson is a great example. Mm. He infuses his personality. I mean, you, you watch his videos mm. on YouTube. You're like, Oh yeah, I want to be best friends with this guy. He's, he's yeah. quirky. He's fun. And it's so it's like, it's, that's the secret. I mean, that's really all it is. It's just them being themselves and yeah. not being scared to do it. They are unashamedly themselves. Yeah. Actually, cause that's the, that's the thing, right? The fear. Cause actually there was a beautiful uh, response. One of the, one of the responses I, th I thought was like, okay, this is it. This is sums up everything. When I, when I asked, I uh, the qu the question was, um, what's stopping you getting specific mm. with with um who your c couple is and this was the perfect response fear that maybe those couples won't book me because they are too cool for me <laughs> <laughs> like yeah basically basically the fear of of acknowledging what you want but the a fear that you can't fulfill on that i guess mm. maybe that you're that you're not good enough like the 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 imposter syndrome yep for the brand that you want the business that you want the style that you want there's like we all have imposter syndrome um but and i think it is easier to um figure out what you don't want like cuz like you're saying like i don't want to do buying winnings i don't want to do this i don't want to do that that is kind of easier because we've all ended up in situations that we didn't want to end up in mm -hmm. so maybe that's a way for for filmmakers who are struggling to go to str struggling to get clarity on i want maybe you start with getting the clarity on what i don't want 
and then kind of reverse engineer the clarity for what I want um, from that. Because if the if the clarity for I don't want barn weddings, well, drill in. What does that mean? Is it because you, um, if, for, I don't know, have a hard time creating beautiful imagery in those sorts of environments? Well, then, um, what's the opposite of that? Are you going to go towards elopements in nature? Are you going to go towards um, like luxury high end venues with big lighting packages and? Um, so like what's if not that then what sort of the thing because i think you i think people get can get stuck in the i don't want this and not go further um because yeah. there is there there often isn't a one binary opposite you know if if i don't like bar winnings because of aesthetics or whatever there's not one exact opposite of that there's lots of opposites and so how do you pick your opposite um yeah but as soon as you start to drill on on that, the clarity may may come. Yeah, if not now, when? Right. I mean, it's yeah. one of those questions where you know we're running out of time. You know, we don't. I mean, ten years have flown by for us, right? It's like, yep. you know, now in this industry, there's so many amazing filmmakers that are popping up left and right, and so mm. you really have to just start, you know letting your true self out there and not being scared of rejection and just put it all on the table because what do you really have to lose? Yeah. Is that because, because uh, here's the sort of thing is that like, I think there's an element of like creative fulfillment out of like getting your ideal couple, but there's also like the business side. And I think right. like people aren't getting, Either they're not being honest with the, the, themselves, or just don't really understand the true cost of not having a clear brand. Like we're we're in this sort of, sort of market now, where it's getting more and more saturated. There's more and more people, and there's more and more people who are finding the clarity and 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 are presenting a really clear, a clear, strong. Um, desirable option for couples you can't just be generically a wedding filmmaker whose ideal couple is people in love like you, you just you can't you're, you're going to lose out especially yeah. in a world where photographers are starting to add video and the 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 pressure on the kind of uh specialized videographer is just building and building and building um we need to bring clarity. We, we, we need to be able to tell ourselves and our couple what it is that we do and why it's special outside of just generically capturing people in love. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of it really. Like when it comes down to like this running and growing a business, um, this is what's going to make, the difference when you you think of the f filmmakers you look up to bottle brush and 31 films it's like these are people who like know what they're doing and mm -hmm. have clarity on that um and did you notice a difference for you like as you started to move away from that kind of like chameleon mindset um of like this year i'm bottle brush and this year i'm white and reverie because trust right. me i've been there 
Um, like, have you, have you noticed something when you've started to really sort of settle into your skin? I guess we're going to keep on the chameleon um, analogies. Um, what that translated for you in terms of business? Has it translated to you in any in any meaningful way when it comes to actually your your, your business? Yeah, I mean, I would say, I mean, a lot of the couples that I work with now are really my ideal couple. And I mean, you'll still get a few that don't always resonate, right? You'll still get those hmm. those few few weddings where it's like, hmm, I missed the mark somewhere. I don't, I don't know what happened, but, you hmm. know, and that's just going to happen. Sometimes, I mean, you can, yeah. you can connect, you can do all the things, do your due diligence, and, you know, you'll arrive at the wedding and then something just happens, right? The bride's just in a, in a weird vibe and mindset, or there's just some weird family dynamic dynamics Mm -hmm. that are just kind of throwing everyone, um, in a, in a weird mindset. And so, but for the most part, yeah, I mean, I feel like Mm -hmm. because I have that clarity, because I know the types of weddings that I want to film and the stories that I want to tell and what I put out there into the world, I am attracting those couples and I'm not in that place of just, man, I just, this is not what I want to do. I'm just, mm. I, I don't want to do this anymore. And that was me like, you know, two years ago. I mean, not that long ago where I was just like, why yeah. am I just not, wh- what's going on with my, my brand? What's going on with what I'm doing? And sometimes it's just, you know, it, it's just the calm before, you know, the storm and, or it's the storm before the calm and, you just you kind of have to go through those seasons to know exactly what you what you want, and it's good to go through those seasons because it's just going to get you just a quicker pathway to that clarity. Yeah, because we've all had the experience. Well, I hope we've all had the experience where, you, like, you've you've gelling with the couple and everything's great, and the film's great, and, and you're vibing it, and you send it through, and there's no changes, and they're stoked, and everyone's stoked, and it's all happy fun times, right? That That's what we're wanting. And I think because that was the other thing that came back when I was asking about, like, uh, ideal couples, people saying, like, couples who have, like, no changes, and trust me. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, like that's the, that's the result of mm-hmm. getting the clarity. Like, that's that's what we want at the end of this process we yeah. want to get to the point where we are so clear on our couple and so clear on our brand and so clear on what we're on our uh, style that when we do send it through when we do send our film through there is no changes because that work's already been done right um and and that's kind of like that's the end result of all of this work is being able to run a business where you gel with your couples and you know what you're doing and you know the decisions you're making and you make the film and you send it through and there's no changes because you've already put that work in. Um, that's because we've all had the opposite, uh, the opposite experience where you're just like trying to push shit uphill <laughs> and right. the, you're just like, you're trying to do something and you think you think it's great. And you send it through and the couple's like, ah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Not what we signed up for. Right. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, hard. It- you get those couples that because you don't have that clarity around your own style, you're getting couples that are telling you what you should create. Mm. Right. And that's a position that's really hard to be in. Um, because in a way you feel like 
this isn't your art anymore. It's just, mm-hmm. it's, it's someone else that's directing everything about your craft. And, and so that's why it's so important to have that clarity. And for me, it's like, Hey, when you watch my films, you'll see that my, my films are very documentary. They're very, uh, they're they're simple that it's not like a really like a lot of fancy editing it's focused in on you know the heart of the couple the essence of who they are and it's very story driven it's you know also catering to that you know cinematic artistry but it's really focused more so on the couple's personality their story and you know honestly i think for me it's like my couples are the reason that I feel like I I just like love my films because it's just like their personality and being able to express that through film and really highlight that in a powerful way, you know, that's what's really a, a crucial component to, you know, booking the couples that you want because, mm. you know, when couples come to you, I mean, a lot of times you'll get the same kind of generic response, oh, we love the authentic quality of your films. But like you want couples that come to your contact page like i love the way that you tell stories right they want your your eye your your brush specifically because they felt the connection to you and how you made them feel and so whether or not your films are super uh like hype based if this like you know you have a lot of personality and a lot of fancy editing like um i know bottle brush just like sometimes with their films it's just like well this is so much fun like, I, I love everything about this, right? You just want a cool film because it's bottle brush. And then if you want something that's just more artistic, you want something that is just so expressive and fine art, maybe like sculpting with time. Someone who's going to really take your film and turn it into like this masterpiece of just like cinema. And so it's just like all of and those this, qualities. Yeah. And this is the thing is I think there's confusion that comes in the sense that like people want to make the best thing right but there's no such thing as the best thing the best thing in what context and so i think what's the better way to the better way to approach is that you're never gonna be able to offer the best option to couples but what you can offer is the only option right to some couples like for for some couples bottle brush is the only option to get that like if if they want that style bottle brush is the only option if some couples want what sculpting with time do sculpting with time are the only option to get that yeah same with fire and ice or like um white and river 31 like like any of these people who like have razor sharp clarity on what they do if a couple wants that, they are the only option yep. to get that. And that's the power in like super clear like brand and style and everything. Oh, yeah. And it's because through that clarity, they made someone feel something that no one mm. else has. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so I think uh, to kind of round us off here, do how does this kind of translate i guess to uh our filmmaking style because i think like i think everyone listening probably has a lot of work to do on like figuring out some of these like big kind of 
uh, ideal client things and brand things mm-hmm. and brand voice and like like who am like who am I who's who's my couple are they that's are they the same are they different what's my kind of language and how I'm presenting um but then like how does this translate to our actual like filmmaking style and stuff so how have you um sort of I guess taken some of your clarity that you've developed over the years and used it to inform specific creative choices when it comes to your filmmaking yeah I mean it really just comes down to what really speaks to me as a creative um you know what I really just get so fired up about when it comes to creating wedding films like what is the one thing that really excites me the most um you know is that sitting down and creating a super fun upbeat hype intro piece is it something that's just like super creative like off the wall like out of the box editing just something that's gonna just wow other filmmakers if that's what fires you up then obviously that's something that you can bring into the equation you know for me i just valued simplicity because i through the years was so inundated with everything else and just being so confused and feeling like everything was so complicated that I was like, what am Mm -hmm. I doing? I value simplicity. I value minimalism. I value just good, raw, authentic, heart-driven filmmaking. That's what I like. I like sitting down, making a wedding film that I know in 10 years, I'm not going to look back on and be like, why did I use this blue and teal yeah. filter on this? <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I timeless, want it to right? be timeless. timeless. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Because when I look at wedding films, and this is also too, it's like, what is your definition of a wedding film? Right. Ask yourself that question. I mean, for me, a wedding film is an heirloom. A wedding film is a legacy. A wedding film is a generational heartbeat right? That's going to live in this family for years to come. I mean, God willing, you hope it does. And, you know, you want the work that you do to inspire future generations. You want your kids and your grandkids and your couple's kids and grandkids to pull up this wedding film and whatever they're playing wedding films on Mm. the iPhone, like, 2000 or whatever is going to be, you know, the next thing is going to be like a hologram or something, you know, it's just like the goggles. Yeah. You want them to watch this wedding film and just, just be enamored by Mm. your storytelling. You want them to just be in love with their parents and grandparents and know what that means in the gift of marriage. And, and that to me is where it all just kind of clicked. Like that's like, that's a thing that can bring you, Clearly right because like uh, that's the thing that I've just recently decided yep okay this is what I this is a value for me and for my brand timelessness and if you think about like timelessness versus innovation on a scale neither one of those things is better than the other but they are different and on that scale you can decide where where on that scale you land if you go to either ends, it's going to um, be a very like defined visceral experience, um, but it will help you make decisions. If you skew towards timelessness, that will make you do certain decisions. But if you do, don't look at the likes of 
you know, bottle brush and uh, sculpting with time and these like highly innovative filmmakers, because they're on that other end of the scale. They chose innovation. And, and like the reason their films are bold and exciting and new and groundbreaking is because they're on the other end of the scale. Right. And that's what they chose to do. Um, so that for me was like a little aha moment because I had been like, it's like some weddings doing like crazy weird music styles and transitions and yeah. try this and try that and try this. And I was like, okay, no, stop. <laughs> right. If I'm going to lean into timelessness, because like, you know, like some films I make felt timeless and some films I, I made felt innovative. I was like, I need to kind of like pick what I'm doing here. Cause I'm, I'm driving myself mental. If I'm going to pick timelessness, what does that translate to in terms of my filmmaking style? I'm going to drop the crazy transitions. I'm going to get more, I'm going to be more uh, thoughtful around my music choice to make sure that it's not a super off the wall choice that will date immediately. Uh, and all these sorts of things. Like you can go down the line of, of all these kinds of little micro, just like that one, that one choice on that scale rippled through my whole business on the kinds of choices I then made. Like when I did my rebranding, I, my branding was this like bright kind of like pink and red kind of thing. I was like, well, if I'm going timeless, I'm going to, I'm going to tone that down. I'm going to go more timeless in my branding. All these decisions just made, were made way easier to make from that one thing. Um, and so uh, it's kind of freeing. I guess. Well, I've I've found it freeing in in like finding those finding little bits of clarity in what that means in terms of my like decision fatigue in my business um, yeah. has been has been huge. Yeah, yeah, I completely agree. I think one thing that just doesn't help new filmmakers, especially, is social media and trends. I feel like we get so lost in the yep. trends of filmmaking that our clarity gets even more skewed and lost because we're just trying to go yep. viral on social media yep. and and for what, right? I mean, do we think mm. that if we go viral, that's going to equate to more business or is it just this selfish desire to have the accolades and, you know, mm. be be famous and whatever comes with that, right? Yeah. There's, there's two... It's funny because there's like there's always two sides to everything. There's uh, that kind of stuff is is hard because there's there's absolutely the like comparison element, and you can get burnt out just like chasing and trying to like mm -hmm. trying to chase trends and chase stuff. Um, I've got friends who decided to lean into like doing reels and trying to go viral and. And it's and it's worked in some respect. They've they like ten x their Instagram following and had multiple reels go viral and all this kind of stuff. And whilst it does have a positive um, visual impact on their brand, rocking up on their Instagram account and seeing that they've got sixty thousand followers right. does have an impact. It does have a a a a a, vi a viable impact on a couple's perception of your brand as much as we don't like to admit it it 100% does what it hasn't translated to is 10x more bookings <laughs> right so or even 2x like it, it 
the the viral growth hasn't resulted in viral inquiry growth mm. so i think people like need to understand the 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 roi on trying to go viral right. um if you blow up your instagram account and 10x your followers you're going you're not going to get 10x the inquiries that's just straight up like there there will be some benefits but you need to decide are, are those benefits are the is the um the brand prestige of having having a brand that has x amount of followers on instagram is that worth the amount of time and energy i'm going to need to invest to go yeah. viral the answer may be yes it might be no yeah. Because yeah, it's, it's I, like if 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 you've got a if if a value of your brand is that it is uh prestigious and desirable, maybe the answer is yes. Maybe it's no. Right. I think it's it's mm. true too when you see someone's account that has like sixty thousand or a hundred, you're like, Oh wow. They are like they've made it. Like they're doing something right. And so I think really mm. well, it does look good from a business perspective as like a filmmaker, as an entrepreneur, as someone in the space who's trying to achieve that. You're like, okay, yes, I want to do exactly what they're doing to try to have that same appeal. But it's like you said, I don't think it's, it's a different audience, right? Because like when you get to that stage, it's really your, your audience necessarily isn't 60,000 couples. It's, it's a mixed bag of no it's mostly like entrepreneurs business owners people who are in you know social media or it's it's not necessarily the people that you're you're serving it's it's mostly for other creatives yeah yeah it's it's not a it's not a a fix all for everything and you're but like your your entire marketing plan can't be to go viral on it right. on social media um yeah. Anyway, we we got on a little bit of a tension there, but that's fine. <laughs> I love it. Um, amazing, man. Well, like, as we, you know, to kind of wrap us up here, do we have any kind of final thoughts on like four wedding filmmakers who still maybe like um, have listened to this whole episode and go, okay, I hear what you guys have said. I acknowledge it's important. I want to action this how can I start to find some clarity on who it is that I am as a filmmaker and who it is that my couples are and, and what it is that I'm making for them? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I would say, you know, if you're struggling right now, if you're just not sure really the right direction to go, you know, turn off social media for a week, hell turn it off for a month, you know, and disconnect from everything that has been thrown your way because mm. what you'll find in that time of isolation but really it's mm. it it's more solace in my opinion yeah right yeah. it's it, it's like a detox from like social media and you find a lot of solace in that because you're not inundated with all of these amazing filmmakers you're really just able to focus in on the the art form and through that you'll start to form your own way and form your style that really speaks to you and you know go out and you know go hang out with some friends and shoot some stuff like it doesn't have to be necessarily wedding film related i mean just go out just go out and make something right and then come back and just put it together and 
just just bask in that. Just just watch what you've created without the influence of other filmmakers. And I think you'll find just a lot of appreciation in that and you'll start to see, okay, that really excited me doing you know this certain technique or you know you'll you'll find things that excite you when you're not influenced by social media um i th- i think that would be like the biggest tip is yeah just turn everything off man just mm. just take a take a week take a month and yeah just stay away from social media for a little while so yeah. that you can yeah. you know really find yourself i think that's a great a, a great piece of advice there because it's so hard to yeah get clarity when it's just stuff is just thrown at you all the time and it's stuff that like excites you right like this is great this is great this is great this is great and you just can't stop and and think for two seconds um on that so yeah i think that's an absolutely great step and yeah either either going out and creating something just for yourself or even if you feel like you maybe don't have time for that, just like stopping and thinking about, okay, what, what, what are the weddings I've done that have made me feel great and like firing on all, all c- c- cylinders and like, I want more of this please. Figure out what those are, lay them out, look at them. What are the similarities? Um, and then maybe do the same with like f- films that you felt like didn't go well and do that opposite side of like, okay, well, what do I don't want to end up in? And how can I craft a brand that deters those couples? Because that's much part of it, right? So it's like, do both sides of those equations, get away from social media, um, and, 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 and keep in mind the, I guess, the, the mission of this, of like, all, any, any clarity that you are trying to, uh, bring is to help you make decisions so when you're thinking like uh, who is my ideal client how you describe them is the way you're describing them helping you make decisions if it is that's you're going down the right road i think is the the way of it um yeah yeah and define really what a wedding film means to you i think Mm -hmm. having that definition is going to help you on your path to finding clarity too because then you'll be able to make the right decisions on uh, you know, to forming your own style. Hmm. Exactly. Amazing. Well, Jared, I think we're going to leave it there. But awesome. um, thank you so much for coming on the show. It's great to finally meet you and um, have a chat. And um, yeah, man, if people want to hear more of your uh, sultry tones and uh, uh, invest in more of your education, uh, where can they find you? Uh, on the internet after they've of course done their social media detox yeah absolutely well yeah thanks so much for having me on the podcast it's been great connecting and meeting you as well um if anyone's interested yeah feel free to after you do your social media detox uh you know head over to (laughs) youtube at wayward north films uh i have a lot of free education on that platform and yeah connect with me on instagram i'd love to hear from you guys and uh, connect over there so my instagram is wayward north films and of course i did hop on the bandwagon of threads so that's also wayward north films so if you're on threads you know we'll connect and be best buds over there yeah amazing cool man Alrighty. well i'll have links for all of that below um so everyone can find you and um 
nothing else real left to say other than thank you again for coming on the show sharing your time sharing your wisdom it's been great to chat man and uh yeah we'll see you guys all next time awesome bye